Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks again for joining us for the latest instalment of the 12th Man Podcast. I'm here once again with Harry. Hello. And that's made that sound like it's... I'm not glad you're here. No, that's all right. That's why I always call you my good friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should I? Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's yeah, very right, nice. Yeah. It's appreciated. No problem, mate. Yeah. No problem. Glad um, to be here. We'll just, uh, we'll just get straight into it then. Bit of Prem. Mm. Back to some Prem. Mm. You know, we've had the cup. Enjoyable, you know, as per. Very good, but... Down the to, bread and butter. Down to the nitty gritty now. Back yeah. at it. So... Firstly, before we get into some of the fixtures and some of the games and how we think uh, some of those might potentially go, um, and it's worth saying at the time of recording, it's still um, very much a possibility, um, but potential of a takeover at Newcastle, mm. which has obviously been mentioned every year for the past God knows how many years, but this one kind of appears to have a little bit more to it than perhaps some of the other ones I think as early as like as recently sorry as, as even last season there was t- talk about a takeover but um, 350 million pounds potentially doesn't uh, seem like a lot it doesn't seem like a lot no um, oh, I probably want to be quite careful about what we say on this sort of thing <laughs> but yeah, that may have something to do with the fact that potentially a lot of the money from the club doesn't go back into the club Maybe, Maybe, yeah. They they turn a profit, don't they? Which is on you, I think. Do they? Maybe. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not convinced. I don't. The problem is that I don't actually know that much about the workings in Newcastle, other than that they absolutely hate Ashley. Yeah. So it sounds like it would be a good thing for them. I don't know who the, who is it that's aiming to buy them. It's it's Saudi. Okay. Saudi royalty, I believe. So it's dollars. Serious um, money. Richer than um, Manchester City, if this wow. goes through. Wow. Um, you know, I've I've heard figures of you know, and this is could be way off the mark, but I've I've heard figures of you know a net value of like a trillion here. That's that's the, some money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so that can get you more than Joe Linton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Potentially, we'll see. We'll see if if things a, go that way or not. Just a few thousand Joe Lintons. What I do think is really interesting about this story more than more than other aspects of it because uh, you know it's always quite interesting to about a team being taken over especially one that you feel like might invest especially when you think they're um, potentially Newcastle are a team that everything is there for them to be a big club mm. as they previously once were and you know they are still a big club but everything is there from you know one city club is that the right one city club one club city one city club yeah that's yeah, right yeah. you know it's one club city one club city, you know, yeah, yeah. the pride and joy of, yeah, of yeah, Newcastle, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know, the absolute pride and joy. Um, it's an absolute institution, you know, to to everybody in that city, you mm. know. So they should be, you know, a big, big old stadium. Yeah, really cool stadium as well. You know, pr- pretty iconic black and white stripes. You know, everything is there for them to be a big club. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as much as I've said of this season about how much I despise watching them play this season, the way they're playing, and and how how undeserving I think they are at the moment of being where they are in the league, I would rather see them be a good club. Like, I have no problem with a club that like, like say somebody like um, like Sheffield United at the moment. I think they're playing at a standard that puts them where they are and I'd have no problem with like I don't I haven't even had a particular problem with the way City have been in the last few years like I know some people think that they're sort of really evil in the world of football and I can understand that and I think that has legs but at least I've enjoyed watching them be the best team in the world for the last 
well, let's say last season and the year before. Let's just go with that. Um, I've, so I, so I, and I, I would have no problem with Newcastle being another team to compete with those top lot. Like no. I, I would like them to be a great team. I think they, they've historically got the legs. They, you know, they're going to sign Mbappe. So <laughs> yeah, well, you know, <laughs> that, that would be great. It was a thing, uh, wasn't it? Well, well it, it still is. It, it was still a story is, whether it's yeah. a thing. But you know, um, um, I think as I was going to say, mo- most interestingly about this story for me is Newcastle fans. You know, think that. Um, I'm not saying I agree or disagree with this and I, I, I tend to actually agree with it quite honestly but I think they say that Mike Ashley is like the spawn of Satan he's mm. anti-football you know yeah. he, he doesn't care about us growing as a club he's happy for us to be where we are and you know take the money from that and, and etc now again touchy ground to potentially talk on but I, I do think it's important to, to talk about we're talking about a potential new owner here with a let's say a regime mm-hmm. potentially in Saudi Arabia that a lot of people certainly in this part of the world don't agree with mm-hmm. you know and I think that's probably putting it it's oil money I presume I'd, I'd imagine, I mean I'd imagine, I'd, I don't I don't know the extent of that what, would I be my assumption of yeah, whether, yeah, whether yeah. that's a correct assumption to make or not people can make their own minds up tends, that would be my assumption tends to be where the majority of that money comes from but you know there's there's been claims and arguments over human rights violations mm-hmm. and, and, and things such as this and I, and I, and I think that but then, it, but then Nike, no one should be sponsored by Nike, by Nike. Oh, you know, you've got, there's, yeah, we, 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 we could exactly. get into it's a, it's something. A, it's a can here. of worms if you're going to go And it really that, is you know? a can of worms. So yeah. this is why I said we, sh- we should tread lightly. And I, and, yeah, yeah. And, and I think we'll, we'll give it its due respect and its mm. due diligence. But I think it's really interesting that would Newcastle fans value somebody more that will put money into their football team that perhaps carries through a regime that they would deem to be an incorrect way of doing things and ultimately being in violation of human rights and mm. workers rights or would they prefer Mike Ashley super twat you know I actually don't know what Mike Ashley does who there. doesn't I think he, well, you know he owns Sports Direct and all that yeah, shit and House of Fraser and all that aren't they meant to be a bit problem is is to some extent and there are anybody out there will believe that any major corporation and person that has that amount of money is in some way involved. Uh, and in, fo- like, football is well, you, you know, you can, as, it, as you much can as never it take is the way the will of a subjective yeah. fan. You, you, but there are always going to be people who disagree with certain ways that clubs function. Like, like say for example, with Brighton, I think we have one of the best possible chairmen in the country. Like this is, I'm only speaking about Brighton because it's what I know the most about. Like, I think we have. We have a diehard football fan who's been a fan of the club his whole life. He mm-hmm. knows football. He's, you know, he's a st- statistical genius. He's a math- mathematician, so he understands the numbers of the game. Makes him great at managing the club as well as uh, like transfer policies and things like that. But ultimately, he made his money in gambling, and there are a lot of people that just think the gambling industry as a whole <clears> is immoral. And I, I'm not one of those people. I think you know you have to let people decide for themselves as much yeah. as as much as it can be a, a horrible affliction on some people's lives. Perhaps football is a bit too reliant on it in certain yeah, aspects. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I, 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 I think you can draw about the advertising. Yeah, so so there will be people who will look at the fact that we've got a uh, somebody who made his career in in, in algorithms for betting. Um, and the world of gambling and all this kind of thing as as immoral, and I think that is wrong. I think I, I think he's he. I personally, I believe that it, it's completely fine the way he's made his money. It's perfectly well, legitimate. You're talking um, to you're sitting opposite somebody whose chairman are 
and owners are known as the Dildo Brothers yeah. because of how they made their money. And I'll leave that up to your guys' imaginations on that front. But I, I, I just I just think that... No moral argument with that one. No, though. no. Got to let people have fun, mate. But, you know, but football, <laughs> football is one of those things where it is the beautiful game. It brings mm. a lot of hope to people. It, 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 it surpasses just being a sport, 11 men, 11 mm. women, whatever, kicking a ball around a field. It's, yeah. it's beyond that. I think that I, I've, sorry I feel like I should clarify very quickly that obviously we're speculating on, on what the what the potential new owners of Newcastle did to make their money and you know the morality of their regime I'm obviously not saying that it's wrong for you to believe that it's that an immoral corporation running a club is, is a bad thing I'm, I'm not saying that what I am saying is though that you no matter what owner you have in the club there are going to be a section of people that believe yeah. that that level is wrong there are people Absolutely. who just believe the amount of money in football is wrong well, I, I like, you know, but obviously on a, on a scale where it's visibly and noticeably yeah. immoral well, there's, an, there's, there's, there's an argument it. to be had and it's it goes outside of football to say yeah. that people shouldn't be able to make that kind of money and there'd be such a disparity in wealth yeah and blah, blah, I, I mean I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm well, not know, on that train specifically it's not, it's but not, I understand that it's not what we're here to talk about I know we're here to talk about football but I do just think it's it's really worth saying that I, I think that because of the status of, of football, I do think that it's our duty as fans, it's mm. our duty as humans to... Is, is this a little bit of a be careful what you wish for, sort of? I mean... In a, in a sense. I don't think that any Newcastle fan is going to see, not issue, but I don't think they're going to have the, the problems at their doorstep from having a super rich potential oil tycoon mm. as their owner because mm. ultimately that could lead to them being a very successful football team yeah so it works for them that's great i do just think that we have a duty to speak about things and you know i'm not saying go out there with your pitchforks and and, and protest and riot and whatever but just to be conscious and be aware of these kinds of issues you had Earlier on in the season, you had the the troubles with Misu Ozil speaking up against some of the Chinese regime, and, and that led to um, him being deleted from the internet in China. Him being deleted from yeah, Pro Evolution Soccer. That, that proved his point. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. <laughs> but I, I do just think it's you know, football. Like I said, it's a beautiful game. It's a beautiful thing. But I do just think, as fans and as people, we should be aware about some of these issues sometimes. And I, I think probably best for us to leave it there but yeah. I, I do just think it is worth I think it's also it's hard from the outside looking in as well exactly I, I, I don't know how, I would probably feel very differently about it if it was my club I, I agree I, with that I mean yeah. I, I've I've been begging for someone to just come and buy us like someone who's <laughs> absolutely fucking minted just come and yeah. buy us and turn us into a, a, a proper good team because we've been shit for time mm. but you're not far off it Fuck off! <laughs> I honestly don't believe that. I think no, the, the, the groundwork you've got, you've is got, you've got the money. You know the ground. You know. The groundwork is set for us to get yeah. big, but we're not yeah. going to do that with with who we have. On I mean, this, but, yeah. But yeah. but yeah, as I, as I said, I, I think um, people should go out and, and look look into this for themselves, make up their own opinions. We, we're only two people sitting in a room recording who have our own opinions, and mm. um, but it's exciting for Newcastle. Yeah, it's yeah. exciting for Newcastle yeah, fans. Certainly, yeah. Um, there's talk of even potentially um, Rafa Benitez coming back if if that's um, if that um, if it goes this way or whatever, but how do you suck Brucey at the moment though? Like, even though I think that I think I think, I think he'll be alright with a bit of a pound note in his back pocket Maybe, from yeah. from the payoff, but probably helps him get another job as well. He could probably go yeah. and be like, oh, I'll but, be, I'll be uh, 
Um, Sheffield United manager one Wilder leaves or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, you know, but leaves. but it's it's just interesting because you know Newcastle could potentially get to. It's no different to us talking about Ancelotti going to Everton mm. in in football in terms, you yeah. know, because that ultimately could propel them to another level, mm. and. This would be no different. In fact, I th- actually think that you would see a far greater effect. I know Ancelotti's only been in charge for a certain amount of time, but you'd actually see a far greater effect from a potential trillionaire buying Newcastle United. That could yeah. be astronomical for them. Yeah. You know, well, well, well the impact it has on the league is exciting. Exactly. One more team in that mix. You know, and good. we'll see. We'll see how it unfolds. Yeah. My feeling is that it won't happen, and I don't think I'm alone in that camp generally. Because, like I said, we've seen this kind of thing happen a lot. But yeah. my feeling is that it won't happen. But yeah. We'll keep our eye on it. Hard and to be sure about it. Yeah, exactly. We'll keep our eye. As I've heard people mention previously, they've got to go in and negotiate with Mike Ashley. Yeah. And that sounds like fun. a sounds like, sounds like a thoroughly unenjoyable experience for anybody unless you are a French team trying to sell a player at a premium. Mm. You know, which he's done a lot of negotiations with, obviously. But yeah. but you know, anyway, on to on to the, the this weekend's fixtures coming up. So. First game in the round of fixtures is actually not taking place this weekend. It's actually taking place on Wednesday, the 29th, which is um, West Ham's home fixture against Liverpool, which mm-hmm. was due to be played in December, when but they yeah. went and competed in the Club World Cup. Yeah. Um, so this is the res- rescheduling of that fixture. Yeah. Um, Worth noting that we're recording this on the twenty eighth, so yeah, we're recording we're recording this on the twenty eighth, but it will it will probably come out after the result of the game. I think we so can we're not probably talk about it that much. No, but, but we yeah. can probably speculate on what is going to happen. Yeah, I'd which, imagine it's another routine Liverpool one or two 0 win. Do you reckon, <laughs> at this point, yeah, yeah, I think I, at this point, I, I, at this yeah. point, I'll take that as well. Yeah, quite yeah. frankly. So yeah. so yeah, we we can't. Um, yeah, so at, at the time of, of recording the game hasn't happened. At the time of release, it has happened. Yeah. But, um, We'll assume that Liverpool are going to win it, and you know, yeah. I, I, I don't really want to spend too much time talking about it because it's not the most exciting. It's a game. very cut. It should it should be a very cut and dry affair. Yeah, I mean, know. if you win though, we're going to look like fools. So. We are, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But we I are. bet you won't care. No, yeah, no, I would not give a damn. But but the the first fixture of the weekend, one that we can um, look forward to, is Leicester Chelsea mm-hmm. at Leicester. Big game, yeah, big game, really big, big game, game at this yeah. point. Um, Shows how far both teams. It will show really like, even though obviously you can't really tell from one game, but as a story, it, it helps to uh, like emphasize how far both teams have come this season and where they're at now and are they are how level they're at. And they both play really crazy football, so it should be it should be a really really exciting game. I think so. I think, and I could be mistaken. This I've I, every time I see Leicester Chelsea come up, and whether that's Conte's Chelsea or Mourinho, whatever, whatever, I think, yeah, you know, it's, mm. it's, a, it's a good one. You know, yeah. I remember that season that Leicester won the league. Uh, they beat Chelsea. I was in Amsterdam for it with a fellow Chelsea fan, and uh, they beat Chelsea. And Vardy scored, went on that crazy streak, and I believe yeah. that was one of the games involved in it. But it's a nice tie, especially yeah, now. Yeah. It's third versus fourth. Do you want to do a prediction? I think I think I'm gonna I'm gonna back Frank Lampard here three one to Chelsea. I think they've been a bit unlucky in there. Yeah, alright. Well, just to make it interesting, now, I think I'll go for a Leicester win. Okay. Um, I think a draw is quite likely as well, but I think I, it could it could really go any way. But for, but I honestly honestly believe in the last few weeks that I've watched Chelsea. I think they went for a little patch where they weren't playing as well, but I think they've played quite well recently without getting the results. And I feel like this would be a really good time for them to just show up. Well, and, well Frank yeah. Lampard came out after the whole game this weekend. And he seemed quite, you know, wired up for it. Like mm. he was quite, like you know, and uh, you've seen it. You saw it against when they played 
uh, us, West Ham, mm-hmm. uh, and we beat them. You saw it when Bournemouth played them. Even that Watford game where yeah. they won, but they create so many chances and they can't put them in the goal. And while yeah. we both think that Tammy's been fantastic this season, you can't rely on a... And ultimately, what he is is a newbie. Yeah, and he's um, the only real goal scorer as well. Like the yeah. wingers aren't really contributing. Yeah, like, exactly. It looked at a stage like Pulisic was going to, but he's slowed down a little bit in terms of. Actual he picked numbers. up a couple of knocks here and there, yeah, which yeah. has obviously stinted his progress. It's not just being out for one month here; it's been out for a couple of weeks here, a couple of weeks here, and that. Yeah. You know, it's tough for you to get momentum because he's really young as well. Yeah, yeah. And he 21. looks like an exciting player. Mm. I think he looks really good actually. Yeah, yeah. I love um, Pulisic. I mean, but obviously, got to get used to the physicality player. and the calendar and all of that sort of stuff. And he's playing in a team that need to find themselves their yeah, true identity yeah, yeah. and you know that that's only going to come with every single game that they play really I think we're finding out a lot more as we predicted um, I think on maybe our first or second podcast that we're actually going to we've actually found out a lot more about Chelsea over this Christmas period because um, Frank hasn't managed over a Christmas period in the Premier League a lot of the players that have arguably been their standout players of the season haven't played a busy Christmas calendar over, mm. over Christmas and stuff. So, you know, and they're through in the Champions League as mm-hmm. well, which was great for them. They had a really good campaign. Um, some really exciting games and in a, in a good group. One of the most interesting groups, Valencia, mm-hmm. Lille and Ajax were in their group, which was, you know. Um, but I think we're really going to see what both of these teams are made of right yeah. now. I, I think really it's, good, I think good it's very much more important for Chelsea. Mm-hmm. Um Leicester, I don't see any reason why they shouldn't get Champions League at this point. Mm-hmm. I think they it would take a big drop off. And it would. one of the other teams to really start performing. It would, and they, and they, to be honest, they look well drilled enough. Mm-hmm. You know, and they've obviously got real star quality in there. They've got some very very good players in that team, but yeah. they look well drilled enough. They look coached. You know, I don't see. I don't say a Brendan Rodgers team falling off like that, you know. Yeah. And you know, you could have your arguments about them not winning, him not winning the league with Liverpool that season and 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 whatnot. But they look proper nailed on, really, don't they? They 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 look they look like a side that deserves to be in the Champions League. Yeah. You know, especially more so than the teams that are struggling with being United and uh, Arsenal. Yeah. Okay. But but e- e- yeah. Well, yeah. Exactly. But. So the reason I think it's more important for Chelsea is it, what it just boils down to is points, mm-hmm. really. It's not to do with momentum or character or nothing like that. It's points. Mm. They're, I think they're on 40 points and the three teams below them being Wolves, um, Spurs and Manchester United are all on 34 points, which means that if those teams obviously win this weekend and Spurs, um, Spurs are playing City, so not particularly likely that they will win and Manchester United and Wolves are playing each other so one yeah. of those teams one of those teams is not going to win but at least one of those teams is not going to win yeah but they'll only be three points above yeah Manchester United or Wolves or Spurs mm. if Leicester win this game and yeah. any of those teams win yeah and that's really dicey for them yeah and I, I said before Christmas I don't think they'll finish in the top four and I don't think that's to their detriment I don't like Chelsea yeah sorry yeah I don't think that's to their detriment I don't think that's me being like ah Fuck Chelsea, blah, blah, blah. they're not going to finish mm. top four. They're shit, blah, blah. nothing like that. It's tough. I, I think I said that I thought they would. I think I said that. I think I said it was going to be very close between Chelsea. So I and said Spurs. Yeah, I think we both said it was going to be close mm. between Chelsea. Oh, and, and I still Spurs. think I, I think Spurs, Wolves, and Manchester United are all still. I, I couldn't call it for any mm. any of those teams, and I would very much include Wolves in that because I actually think that while they 
aren't as big as the other teams and stuff they're probably the best coached team out of mm. those three I know M- Mourinho is obviously an incredibly good manager but w- what Nuno is doing with that Wolves team we can talk about Mendes you know blah 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 money whatever whatever but what he's doing with that team how he has them playing how he has them well drilled everybody knows their roles in that team yeah I think they're an outside favourite for it but I'd still very much put them in the argument for it yeah you can't yeah. Not. I think so you can't not six points off of it at the minute I, I think the main thing though is why why it's so important for Chelsea is because when they're going into a summer where they need to buy a lot of players having the Champions League as pulling power I think is really important I mean I think it can make it, can make it a lot easier for you uh, to be able to say look we're in the Champions League now we, you're going to play Champions League football next season this isn't a project anymore you're, you're going to be playing in a proper team yeah you know and I, ultimately I mean, that, real that, message. That, that could come from you could kind of get that um, for people to look at you a lot more seriously which I think people are doing but players mm. and you know when they've got offers from other clubs to go elsewhere and stuff yeah, yeah. But well it puts them ahead of whoever finishes fourth in terms it of does but I, I even think that them performing well in the Champions League even if they end up in Europa League next season will do them the world of good in mm. having some p- pulling power. Yeah, I think so. They've got l- Bayern, mm. which is fun. You know, this isn't. We're not talking about Pep's Bayern mm. or, or anything here, but we're still talking about Bayern Munich, yeah. seasoned veterans of the Champions yeah, yeah. League. You know, so it'd be interesting to see if they progress there. But I'm going for a yeah. I'm going to go for a Leicester win on this one. All right, I'll go for a Chelsea win. Yeah. Yeah. We should, we should maybe start giving a tally of something like this. And we'll just keep a score. Yeah. We'll do Lor- we'll do Lawrence and versus mm. shotgun not being Lawrence and though. I don't uh, want to be him. Yeah, well, it sounds like you're already, you're, the, you're the host, mate. I'm the guest. He's a shit. No, he's a you shit. You picked mate. a wrong week to host. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I, I didn't. Do. I don't want to be Lawrence. And he, ne- he, do you know? He, since Brighton have been promoted, he's predicted Brighton to win four times. Mate, he's he's terrible with us as well, yeah. which I think is kind of fair because yeah. we are shite. But yeah. he he's he, 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 he could put us against like. Norwich who yeah. like don't win a game and he'll be like yep 2-0 Norwich winner should yeah, be pretty yeah. routine West Ham yeah. don't look very good he's yeah. a twat he's a, he's a wet bag yeah see like since we've been promoted like we sh- according to him we should have like 25 points it's, which is like mental like okay, what the then. hell alright then well let's let's segue this into something because alright we, we'll make a tally for this weekend we should yeah we'll okay. do that but so, so are we going to do where you get points for guessing the result or just guessing the score or guessing the scoreline as well as an extra point or something should we, should we do it the yeah should we do it the super six way the, okay. the scoreline okay yeah. so, uh, but you only get a point if you get the scoreline no, no, I think you should get a point if you point, get, point for, for getting the, the right result yeah. and a point for getting the right scoreline let's do that okay then. so I'm going for a Chelsea 3-1 win okay I'm going to go for a Leicester 2-1 win okay we can segue quite nicely from Loro's disdain into both of our teams by talking about the 12th man derby <laughs> the 12th man this derby, weekend West Ham, West Ham versus Brighton this is a big one it might not it be for you one. guys listening but for us this is a big one this yeah. is the big one yeah and uh, for a bit of context Brighton have um, we haven't lost to you since we've been promoted yeah we've beaten yeah. you 3-0 as our first or one of our Two first big away games yeah we yeah. beat you 3-0 at the Olympic Stadium in the first season we got promoted I think we then beat you 1-0 at home that season as well yeah, I remember we took right, six yeah. points off of you yeah yeah, yeah and then definitely. and then we beat you 1-0 at home the season after yeah and then a 2 all draw um, so yeah so that was uh, 
10 points in two seasons and then we drew one all against you this season mm. where I'll be honest we should have battered you mm. um, yeah I was there we yeah, were, we yeah, were oh yeah of course we yeah yeah of course yeah. so uh, yeah, we, were, we were shy so Christ, this, we were this is a massive game yeah it's big yeah it's big and, and uh, you know outside of outside of you know we'll have our banter about it being a big derby between two of us which is obviously you know football fans you, you're all about that with your mates have it, having a banter about picking up results against your mates teams yeah this is really big for both of our survival Ab- hopes absolutely is it not? yeah yeah absolutely you, so West although, Sam, although I still think that despite how the table looks we are more in trouble than you are you think yeah we got I, 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 I've actually pivoted and this is nothing to do with losing to West Brom in the cup I think West Ham are going to go down now oh my god I actually really? think we are going to go you're, down you're, we've got we've got rank fixtures coming up really okay because oh, we, we're in a really good run at the moment even though we haven't picked up the results so we our we, we've got quite those super competitive i.e. the teams around us are all in the last like four or five games oh, okay. and I just don't think we've got the bottle because okay. I think we are going to be down there mm-hmm. I, I, we'll, well, West Ham, I think it's hard not to be West Ham will be in the relegation zone if not this week then next week Definitely the week after. Definitely, we've got City, Liverpool. We've got Spurs coming up. We've got Chelsea coming up. We've got we've got horrible games coming up. Mm. So we're going to be in there, and then we've start to play some teams that we're gonna obviously hope to get results against. Although but, you have got some points from some of those games. Yeah, but but like, you obviously don't want to rely on them, and they're not yeah, the points that move no, you far no, up the table. Because 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 yeah. you know, uh, let's say we you know, let's say we beat Liverpool mm-hmm. tomorrow. Which isn't going to happen. Yeah, let's just say that. Let's just say that, yeah. <laughs> let's say we beat Liverpool tomorrow, obviously recording again, recording this on the 28th, blah, blah, blah. Wednesday, would it be Wednesday? It's not going to happen, but if Villa go out and win this weekend, we're still fucked. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not going to mean shit, really. It's obviously mm. good to get a well, win. And, and, and I, blah, think, blah, but... I think a draw is the best you can hope from from that game, which we'll talk oh, about later. Oh, yeah, but it's not going to happen yeah. anyway. But, okay, so West Ham currently sitting pretty, 17th in the league, 23 points. So joint on points with Watford in 19th and Bournemouth in 18th. And then Brighton are 15th with 25 points. Goal difference of minus 11 for West Ham and minus 7 for Brighton, respectively. It's huge. Yeah. It's, it's it's massive and there's a couple there's a couple of these games happening this weekend these really really vital games and I think the Wolves um, Manchester United game is one of those as well but more importantly not just for us but I think you know really more importantly mathematically mm. the bottom half of the table the bottom the dregs of the yeah, table yeah it's this this is huge yeah it's and, and, it's and, a massive and, game for you us. know I think both teams are going to be really disappointed coming out of, out of that with a draw because these are the games we need oh, to win. Oh, do you think? Well, I, I think I, a draw is better for us than it is for you. By virtue of you having more points than us Yeah, bit, well, yeah. No, 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 by mainly by it just being an away point. I think that's valuable to us. And I also just love the fact that well, you've never beaten us in the Premier League. I just think that's such a cool thing. Yeah, I'm um, getting quite bored of that though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, should we go ahead and just fire out a score prediction very quickly now? Have you got one? Um, I will go with um, 2-1 Brighton. Oh, wow. Okay. Right. Yeah, I'm not going to I'm not gonna fly the flag for the sake of flying the flag. I'll, okay. I'll, you know. So I'm going to the game. Yeah. And... We've played really well against you every single time we've played you. Mm-hmm. So my my heart is saying the exact same scoreline. Mm-hmm. My heart is saying 2-1 to Brighton. My head, I honestly think it's quite possible this game's a one all or a 0-0. I, I, I think the problem is I shouldn't just pick the same scoreline as you. So I'm actually going to go for a one all. Okay. Even though I even though I think that 2-1 is 
probably quite accurate. So mm. I'll, I'll, I'll go for one all just to be different. I hope I'm wrong. I, I hope you're right. Christ, I uh, hope I'm which wrong. Which is what I very rarely get to say. But, um, but you yeah. Know, it, 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 you it's know. a fat game. It's, it's a massive a, yeah, game it's for a, us. It's a huge game. No one else will probably not, care, but it's a massive no, game No, unless, as I said before, I don't think it's going to be the most exciting game of the weekend no. for the neutral by Apart any stretch. Like, four, but, two. Yeah, you know, but it's it's massive for both teams yeah, um, huge. and the same can be said about uh, Bournemouth versus Villa yeah again m- massive 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 game so um, Aston Villa on uh, currently 16th um, 25 points so level on points with Brighton and Bournemouth level on points with West Ham are sitting at 18th in the league mm-hmm. so in pole position as it currently stands to go down yeah um if you caught our transfer special last week, we both said that we th- would still think that Bournemouth do have the quality in their team mm-hmm. to still stay up. And I think that them being where they are has surprised a lot of people and can only really be put down to the injuries and not really anything else, frankly. Yeah. Um, but again, this is huge for both teams. And, uh, you know, Villa have... I think until last week uh, when they came from behind to beat Watford. Um, did they beat them or was it a draw? I think they won, didn't they? They uh, won 2-1. Who, who did? Villa. Villa won 2-1. Um, yeah, I believe they did. Can't remember. I believe they won 2-1. They don't have the greatest record against the teams around them at this point mm. in the season. Yeah. Um, and as we said previously, this is where these kind of teams need to be picking up the points. Mm. Myself, uh, myself, West Ham, Brighton, uh, Newcastle to a degree, Bournemouth, Norwich, Watford, whatever. You need to be picking up the points against those teams. Yeah. Um, Villa have signed a striker mm-hmm. in um, Samata. 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 Yeah. Umbaya. Um, Umbaya. Umbuana. Samata. Yeah. So I've seen him play a couple of times because he was uh, play for Hank. Yeah, played yeah. for Henk this season in Champions League. So that was in Liverpool's group. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he might have scored against Liverpool. Um, I think he might have also scored against Napoli or Salzburg. Mm. At least Salzburg he scored three goals in the mm. Champions League this season anyway. Um, we said they needed a striker. Yeah. They've gone and got a striker. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's going to... I'm not sure it's enough. No? No. I, it's, it's, he sounds like... It's easy to draw parallels with Vesley, and Vesley wasn't exactly tearing it up, you know. I still think Grealish is their most important player by a country mile. Um, I think, you know. to me, I, I still really think it's a risk mm. signing, especially strikers, from these... I'm not going to say substandard, because that's not the right word at all, but... Risky leagues. Risky leagues. Let's say the Eredivisie, Belgian mm. Pro League, yeah. um, the Swiss League. Austrian League. Yeah, Austrian League. Like It works, you know, it works well for the teams in Germany, recruiting from Austria a lot. You know, I think Mane came from yeah, Salzburg, Salzburg and, and yeah. whatnot. But, and Halland. Uh, Halland five, yeah. A lot, five a lot of them work games, out. That's the thing. The, but it's, it, the thing is, Salzburg is kind of a different yeah. thing because they've shown to be a pretty valuable And Bundesliga is also a different kettle of fish yeah, as yeah, well. Yeah. As great a league as I think it is, yeah. I think for me it's second best league in Europe I think it's super competitive um, other than Bayern winning it most seasons but mm. outside of that I think there's some great teams great football I like the way they function as teams and whatever but I, I really think you're better off signing defenders and midfielders and, and, and players like positions like that instead yeah. of strikers and stuff because because being a striker is a numbers game 
Yeah. And you're only really, really going to be remembered for how many goals you score, unless you're somebody like Roberto Firmino, who's yeah, yeah. not really a striker, he's a false, false nine sort of thing. And, you know, Gets but, 10, 10, 15 goals and assists. But if you're, like season. you said, if you're Vesley and you're coming in from Bruges, Club Bruges, was it? Uh, yeah, it was you another know. Belgian club. If you're com- coming in from, from there for 25 million quid mm. and you're scoring. Was it that much? Yeah. I thought it was like 12. No. <laughs> Ugh. And you're scoring twenty five, uh, and you're Christ, that would be good. If you're scoring five goals over the course, course of the season, you're mm. going to be deemed as a failure. Yeah, it's so I didn't so. I think risky. it was twenty five mil. I th- could be wrong on that, but I thought twenty four million quid. Let's, let's have a that's look the at figure. That. I, that's the figure I have in my head. Wow, I thought was that. I thought it was closer to twelve. Um, I don't even know. What Wesley it was. Snipes. Wesley Snipes. Yeah. <laughs> let's go for Wesley oh, I can't, Snipes. I can't be bothered to find it. Let's just say it was. Um, yeah. We'll you just know, say we were speculating on it. <laughs> anyone's welcome to correct me if I'm wrong on that, but I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty confident it was, you know, 22, yeah. 23, 24 million yeah, quid, something enough. like that. So, you know, it's for a team like Villa, it's a lot of money. A lot of dollar. And if you're relying on staying up, you need someone to bag you a few goals at least. Mm. At least. Yeah. So, you know, will it be enough? Potentially not. I do think it will make their fight and their chances a lot more interesting. Mm-hmm. Though. Okay. A lot more interesting. Prediction. I've, I mean, we might end up at, going for the, at Bournemouth. Yeah, I think we might end up going for the same scoreline here. I've already written mine down, so if you say it, I've got proof that we said the same thing. I will, and I'm going to stick to mine. Go for. I'm going to go for two-two. Oh, okay. We haven't gone for the same what score. Have you gone for? I've gone for two-nil Bournemouth. Two-nil Bournemouth. Yeah, yeah. I think I think they I think they um, I mean they're just. I imagine some of their injuries are coming back. Mm. Uh, I think they have the firepower to get through an occasionally lackluster Villa defence. They can't defend. Yeah, but I don't think Villa can score. Well, yeah, <laughs> you know, I, mean, you know I, I think, we'll um, see. I, I think, the, again, if Villa win, it will probably be the Grealish show. You know what I mean? I, 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 can see, um, I could see Bournemouth winning this comfortably and getting back to their ways. I think it's worth um, at least thinking about the fact that Villa are obviously competing midweek as well mm. in the Carabao Cup yeah um, and are potentially going to be going into that game flagging somewhat yeah. a yeah. little bit well, you and, know, and like, maybe yeah needing a bit of rotation yeah yeah game. yeah and whether they have that rotation I'm not mm. so sure I think the thing to mention and obviously I'll mention again that we're recording this after uh, before the game but it's coming out after but um they're actually in that tie. Mm. They're still in that tie. It's one-one. Yeah, you know. So, are they going to really go for it or not? I'm not sure. I don't know see. if they really have the option to not um, to not play their strongest team. Mm. I don't really know. I don't really know how much depth they're really working with at the minute. But um, they might see a nice little bounce from from Samata coming in. Yeah. Um, off the top of my head, I can't recall them bringing anybody else in. Drink water uh, uh, and player, um, it, but. and Pepe Reina. Oh, and Pepe Reina as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah that's mad to think that Pepe Reina is a Premier League player played, again. Played well in his debut against us as well. Mm. Oh, I, we, keeper, although we had a know. very bad second half. Um, but again, it, it's 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 massive. Mm, it's massive it's for 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 both of those teams. Um, it's not going to be the nail in the coffin for Brighton, nor West Ham, nor Villa, nor Bournemouth. But it's huge when huge you're down there, scrap, those when lots. you're down there, yeah. it's you know it, it it's really really tough, and it's going to get to that kind of point where you're you're down there in March and you're mm-hmm. 
you know, every single day becomes a, a final. If we're not already even at that point now for yeah. some of those teams, you know, it's it, it's massive. So again, we we mentioned that um, that last week that one of the most interesting things definitely post Christmas is seeing Bournemouth sort of down there and how they might kind of manage that and obviously Watford's resurgence as well has made things I'd love to say it's made it more interesting than it has but it's made it a lot more scary yeah (laughs) from West Ham and and, you know um, I think anyone from Newcastle down as well still really really have their eyes on it yeah Um, but a good relegation scrap is lovely especially when things are tied up at the time of the table I will be so so depressed if we go down though unless we're so abysmal in this half of the season that we deserve it because we genuinely I've said it every week and I will continue to say it we deserve to have more points than we have we've played better than our our place in the table indicates we definitely don't deserve to be below Newcastle in my opinion Um, and you're really trying something as well aren't you well yeah and and, and, and it's not such a shame to see it not at least not through because you're in what First year of the plan. Yeah, yeah. You know, and 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 what so. and what bothers me is is there's there's this like narrative that a lot of the media people are using. They're like, oh, Brighton are playing pretty football, but they're not really do they're not really getting the the results or whatever like that. And it's like, well, but we're playing in a way that deserves the results. If you look at the the way we've played in a number of games this season, we have deserved to win some of those games. And it's not just deserved because we've played nicer football. It's we've played more effective football as well. We've created more chances. We've defended relatively well. We've restricted the opposition to a few chances, sometimes high quality chances, but generally ones that you you don't expect them to score. Mm-hmm. Um, we played well in those games. Like you look at Burnley, Newcastle, West Ham, uh, Villa away, where we won't—I would argue—we only really lost because we went a man down. And yes, that's our fault. But you know, I think there's a lot of games this season where we've deserved to have more points than we do. And I think a lot of the teams above us have had some games where they don't deserve to have the okay, points. Okay, well, take, taking so, all of that yeah. into account, then this isn't something we need to keep a, a tally of. But mm. um, we said in our first, maybe second episode of the pod. Um, just before Christmas um, where what we thought was going to happen in the relegation battle mm. who do we, who do you think is going to go down now well the thing is mine was always Villa, Norwich and Newcastle but that's but the thing is Newcastle just keep shithousing their way to points they in my opinion don't deserve and I think that um, I said and, and, that. and it's now too, I think it's now genuinely too late I, th- I think they'll get drawn into a scrap still because I still think that they're not a very good team mm. but um, but I, I do think it's just too late for them to go down now so I've I, I think it's quite possible that it will be. Um, oh god, I, I still kind of bet Watford to come out of it. The last position is quite hard for me. I still think I still think Norwich and Villa are the, are going to go down. Um, I think a lot of people. See, will I, at the you moment. know, I, I really think, I really think Watford and Bournemouth are going to turn it around, and I think that it will be Norwich in twentieth. Villa in 19th and I do I do at this point I, I'm, I've always been a realist when it comes to football I'm not someone that like will put down my team where it doesn't need to happen but I, I do think we are going to go down you, but you you have been bad this season like, like, I, I can't remember this, I, know, I don't think I could say the same thing I've been saying about Brighton and no, the games I've seen with West Ham exactly but this is, this is this is what I mean everybody keeps telling me oh no no you'll be alright you'll stay too up like, you're too good to go down mm. watch us yeah okay yeah we're too good we got a f- Massive stadium, shit. Mm. Forty-five million pound striker, no supply. Yeah, you know, forty million pound winger, Philippe Anderson. Where the fuck is he? What's yeah. he? You know what I mean? What's he doing? We're 
fucked. We're in so much trouble. It's not even yeah. funny at this point. Yeah, like, I know. And you know, in a weird way, there's a part of me that's like, oh, at least we have something to play for in a mm. way. Because like, no one wants to finish just 13th, boring, nothing to play for all season. Oh, I would kill so, for that no, this year. But, <laughs> no, no, yeah, but, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, at yeah. least there's, you know, there's an element of it being exciting. Mm. But yeah. Christ, are we in trouble? Yeah. And I'm... I don't, so, I don't want I'm I don't want to so see you I don't want to see West Ham go down. I always sort of rag on them a bit, but that's because it's yeah, funny. Yeah, you uh, want the, to stay the, up so you can keep trying to like beat us. And yeah, the, shit the, about how the, shit we are. The only it? thing that makes me that would make me happy about it is that it wasn't Brighton. That's the only thing I would yeah, enjoy about and, it. You know, it's dog um, it's dog eat dog. Ultimately. Yeah, yeah. Like, as a as you know, as somebody who resides in Brighton and also is you know. A, you being my fellow host on the podcast I, mm. I, I always look out for Brighton I don't want to see Brighton go down I, I, I respect what Brighton are doing I don't think anyone can look no, at West Ham and we, think I, oh, I really <laughs> I really really respect what West yeah. Ham are doing I, do you know what I really like I really like how West Ham are being run as a football club mm, yeah. nobody's saying I've that I've never heard anyone so is there not that. a part of that that makes you think well, yeah. you don't deserve to be in the Prem then yeah. you know? I, I like their players and I like the I generally like the I feel like they're a club that deserve to be in the Premier League, similar to Newcastle. And I really like, hope I'm I wrong. I don't and like I'm not. Wrong. I'm not somebody that a lot of people would say that mm. likes to accept when they're wrong on, yeah. on on certain things. But I really, really hope I'm wrong about this. Yeah. But I do think West Ham are going to go down now. Okay. Well, I will have to see what happens on Saturday to see how far that goes. So those are, from our perspective, the the big talking points. Mm. potential talking points about the weekend coming up the the the, the juiciest fixtures to yeah, agree yeah. you know the ones that yeah. have the most um meaning outside of just the 90 minutes you know mm. um so we'll, we'll 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 carry on with the predictions and and give it a go at predicting some of the other games so we've predicted the Leicester Chelsea game we've yep. predicted Watford um sorry uh Bournemouth and Villa we've predicted what will happen between West Ham and Brighton yeah. So. Palace, Sheffield United. Palace, Sheffield United. At home. Yeah. Palace at home, I should say. Yes. Um, I'm going to write mine down and see if you agree. Or, or I'm going to write mine down and see what you say. Okay. I'm going to go with a 2-1 Sheffield United win. I've gone for 1-0 to Sheffield United. Okay. I think Sheffield United are... Sheffield United are better away from home. Yeah, Crystal Palace are better away from home. Yeah. So, you know. Um, yeah, 2-1. Yeah, uh, what did you say? 1-0? I said 1-0. I think that's Sheffield reasonable. United. Yeah, I think, I think that. 2-1 was my second choice. It would kind of be a shame for this really good form of Sheffield to come to yeah. blows at Palace as like you know. I like Palace in a sense. I like the, like you know, I like Rodgers yeah. and I think he's gone playing pretty well for what they have as well. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, but... I think I'd like to see Sheffield United carrying on on this. Yeah, I've really enjoyed them for some reason this season. Well, you and, know, and I like, think a lot of people have. I, yeah. I, I, I'll admit, when I first saw them come up, I was I thought they were the only shoe in to go down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But ultimately, I don't really watch a lot of championships. I, I, so. I think he's manager of the season unless Klopp wins and gets the Invincibles. I think I, I almost believe that he's done. He's accomplished more. Like. Obviously, it's probably going to go to Klopp, but like I, I think Wilder is easy second choice for me. There's a few, there's um, a few names in the hat, but I think mm. he's definitely, definitely up there for yeah. it. Um, Liverpool, got, Southampton, yeah, Liverpool Saints um, should be, should be pretty cut and dry for Liverpool, should it not? Oh man, you have no idea how tempted I am to write to all. You honestly have no idea because uh, Liverpool, we keep talking about it that they keep winning these games narrowly, and and it's going to break at some point. It's going to crack. 
that at some point they're, they're gonna they're gonna drop a point. It just cannot be the case that they win every game between now and the end of the year. And Southampton are in a banging form. Mm. The Gengen press isn't great for Jurgen. I think he will struggle to deal with the Hasenhutl's in form, pressing, exciting Southampton well, team. They kind of press how Southampton yeah. press. So yeah. it's gonna be a pressing it's game. Gonna, yeah, it's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be a very strange game. So I, I'm, I don't think I'm going to write two all, but I'm going to get, just put this there on the record that I think it, I think two all is a possibility. Do you think it's plausible? I think but it's you're plausible. Not, you're not but cut, I also cut. I also might write four nil to Liverpool. Like that's the thing. Yeah. It's it's, I, it's either of those. But I, I, I'm I'm um, going to go with I'm going to go with that. I think I will say it will be a two one Liverpool win. Okay, I've written that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think that's, no fuck that's, it do you know what I'm going to go completely off the wall gonna I'm going to go for a two all draw you're crazy I'm going to go for a two all draw well, yeah we'll see I think I should get a bonus point just for it getting it right if it's a draw <laughs> <laughs> nah. for just what daring to dream daring to yeah. daring to dream that Southampton will get yeah, a point nah them, them's um, not the rules okay Newcastle v Norwich oh, for god's sake I hate I hate the sound of this game yeah um, okay I'm going to go for one one, okay. I'm going for a two nil win to Norwich. Yeah, yeah. I, you know. Yeah, I. I, I mean, it's it's kind a of shame a, it's because kind of Norwich are going to go out there and try and play, and Newcastle aren't. Yeah. So whether Norwich will have enough to kind of penetrate playing against ten defenders, yeah. Who knows? But it, it, you know, it, all due respect to to Newcastle. You've got a team there who are going to try and play football and they're going to mm. play anti-football. Yeah. So I, I don't think it'll make for a particularly exciting game, personally. No, prob- probably not. Um, and then we've got Watford-Everton, three o'clock kickoff as well. Yep. Um, tough. One all, I'm going to yeah, go for. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, I think um, a bit of hopeful thinking, I'm going to go for a 2-1 Everton win. I would rather that. Personally. Yeah, I'd rather, I would much yeah, rather that. Yeah. Um, well, that's exactly the same predictions we've made for West Ham v Brighton as well. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Christ, um, yeah. yeah. Although we've, we've, it's fair to say that we're probably a little bit more invested in that game, aren't we? Oh, God, yeah. Um, and then we've got uh, the late kickoff on Saturday is Manchester United versus Wolverhampton. Yeah, so we talked about that a little bit. It is quite an exciting game because of the European push. And I think it's, it's all, like since... Um, Wolves have come up obviously they've taken quite a few names mm. but since they've come up they've seemed to have had a pretty good go at United a few times mm. you know um, I, they obviously just played in the cup a couple of weeks back and Man United came out um, the better mm. on it um, but in the league I think that Wolves are in the green in terms of being a, like games against United I think they're yep. better well, I think they've got a bigger points return against United than United do against them yeah um I'm gonna go with a two all. I was my I wrote two all and then I deleted it and yeah. and the reason why is because I'm going brave and I'm going for a two 0 Wolves win. Two 0 Wolves. Yeah. Where is it at? It's at United. It's at United. Yeah, See, they have the won is, there. They have won there before. The, yeah, so, the thing yeah. is, is like I don't know why. I just I felt like going brave with that one. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I've been quite safe know, with it, some of my other not, predictions. You know, and I, I, apart from my two Wolves versus Southampton, it's not. Yeah, unplausible. Wolves yeah. are a very, very solid team. They could quite comfortably keep a clean sheet. I think. Yeah. Um, Actually, screw it. I'm going to go three-two Wolves. Three-two Wolves. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say United are going to score. I think. I think United will score. Yeah. Um, I, I'm backing Wolves to win for some reason. Just feel like the guy, like Jimenez, is unstoppable at the moment. Darmatreau is 
freaking me out at the moment. Yeah. Like, I love watching him. Yeah. Um, Luke Shaw's going to have a fucking mare yeah, trying to deal with him. That's going to be hilarious. Yeah, yeah, that's it is going to be, be hilarious. So um, and then we've got two fixtures on Sunday as well. So we mm. got Burnley in the early kickoff against Arsenal. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with a 2-1 Arsenal win. Damn it, I was going to write that. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'll, I'll, I, I, I'll go for 3-1 Arsenal. 3-1 Arsenal. Yeah. Actually, do you know what? I'll go for... I'll go for um, I'll go for three nil Arsenal. Three nil. Yeah, why not? Right, yeah. I, 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 Arteta's Arteta looks on the brink of a massive result, um, so I'll go for that. Sorry, as you say, two one two two one. Yeah, yeah. okay, two one. So right. it's at it's at uh, it's at Turf Moor, but I, yeah. I still think Arsenal will get the better of them. Okay. And then, um, a, you know, on paper, a really interesting tie, definitely. Um, Spurs City mm-hmm. at the Tottenham Hotspur Hot Spurs Stadium. This is a complete. Like lottery to me. With this like, one, yeah. like I think this is equally likely to be four nil to City as it is to be one nil to Tottenham. Yeah, I mean, I, what I will say is, I, I think that you know, everybody involved in football has a, a certain, obviously, pride, uh, yeah. competitive pride, and whatever. But I just really fucking hate watching Jose teams against big sides yeah. because he, you know, and as much as I do like Jose as a manager and I think at times his teams play really nice football, I think getting that United team to finish in second was a incredible mm. achievement and he's he's obviously, a, you know, he's very decorated as a coach but yeah. there's a certain like kind of thing that comes into it now where he's been slammed that much by the English media about being shit, shit games, bad attitude off yeah. the rails you know like blah 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 moody jose all of that that i just think he just wants to come out of these games like not with a drubbing yeah yeah and just sit behind the ball a little bit try and catch him on the back it's obviously kane still injured yeah but kane doesn't really score against big sides anyway yeah he does something he does doesn't really score against liverpool so. city though does he yeah he scores against uh Arsenal every single time yeah, yeah. doesn't yeah. everybody score against Arsenal it's though? Like, in the last few years they but have. yeah but yeah, yeah it's still big side so yeah, yeah. but but um, who, who, yeah I really don't know how the game's going to go I think um, City, City just drew against Palace didn't they but yeah but that was a fucking joke they somehow gonna, I still think City are not that far off they were last season and they the just, port's back now. Some, I'm, yeah, I'm going to go with 2-0 City okay I went for 3-1 to City yeah you yeah. think yeah yeah it's very yeah it's a good well, chance Laporte, Laporte coming back mm. was the sh- was the swinger to me I was originally going to write one all, and then I thought Laporte coming back just yeah. helps them so much so we'll, we'll see how that goes yeah. I, I don't know we, we should probably put something on this and, and oh you want to make it bet well you know it was no point you know okay um, I don't know lose what a host we... next week <laughs> no, there's nothing no. you know. uh, oh what could we put on the line we'll, we'll come up we'll come up going to be boring and put a pint on it nah, 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 nah. We'll, we'll, come, we'll come up with we'll, we'll come we'll, 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 we'll come think, up with something we'll um, so. yeah alright thanks again for joining us guys um um, again available on Spotify um, again look at our socials 12th man underscore pod um, and we'll keep you posted on, on releases and stuff um, yeah thanks again for listening um, thank you Harry no problem mate we'll see you soon see you on Saturday mate yeah yeah win. look forward to it man oh, well I don't really but I'm yeah. expecting a very toxic podcast next week well, yeah one of us is going to be in a yeah. very bad mood and one yeah. of us is going to be rather cocky next yeah. week I think, I think if we draw you'll be in a worse mood than I will be I think so. Probably. Maybe for everybody's benefit, a draw outside of us two might be yeah. the best thing. Maybe. It depends. If we played really well and drew, I'd be a bit angry, I reckon. 
We'll see, mate. We'll have to see. We'll see, mate. But yeah, the 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 twelve the twelve man derby. Yeah. See you there. It's gonna be a good one, mate. It's gonna be a good one. Look forward to it. Cheers, guys.